Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast, along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent, with exclusive contents for our Patreons. Hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro. Son de una magia única, benfiquista. Son nos sentimos así. Por muchos desgustos que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. E o valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica. Quero o Benfica intimidar o adversário. Quero um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado. E estamos, pá! É isso que eu quero! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Befica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumasas. With me, as always, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. Foda-se. Isso querias tu. Infelizmente, é o Cristiano Ronaldo Nord. Mais pobrezinho. Mais pobrezinho. But nonetheless, I'm glad to be back here on the podcast. Always. You know, always. Got an opportunity to see my beautiful boy over there in the north. Dave de Oliveira. Yep. What's happening, Dave de Oliveira? What's going on? What? What's going on, guys? Great to be back. Uh, you guys got a, a special guest there in the, the room, the instigator, as the I instigator. Uh, like to call him. He comes but, on a uh, chat, this... he throws a couple a couple jokes, and then he leaves. Yeah, my, yeah I had go. to do my good deed for the week and, and let the homeless in, and uh, we decided to let him into the podcast <laughs> today. From, from the chat room into the studio room, Hugo Ferreira. What's, What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing out there? Thanks for having me, uh, Chris and Alfred. Of course. Always a pleasure. And Dave up in Canada. Thank you. Yeah. Here we Listen, are. Full house tonight. Before we start. Go ahead. Before we start. Are the stars allowed? Nameless user is here. That's all we care about. That's what's up. <laughs> Nameless. Make it boys. Are the stars correct? They're good, right? I think so. I don't want to. I don't want to. They're a little. Scru- little but that, that may be from the camera angle. It's the camera. That we just blame it on the camera angle. We we'll blame it on the camera. Angle. Listen, want to say what's up first of all? The sound is good. Everybody, everybody confirmed that the sound is good this week. Boris, Led, Red Baron, Alfred. Oh, that you, Bob the Builder, Sheik Marslinu, Raining Entertainment, <laughs> Nameless User is here. Holy Bob shit! We haven't seen Bob the Builder in a while. Welcome. You know, there's Bob the Builder, and on Instagram we got one of these guys. That's the machine operator. I don't know. Like, so he puts excavadora. Excavadora. Yeah, it's and he posts videos of that. Eduardo Excavador. We have the best followers in the world. You really do. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome everyone. Welcome. How's everybody been? Good. We're almost at the end of January. Can you believe you're? We're almost at the end of January. I can't wait for January to be over for this 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 transfer window to finally shut down. 
just want to say we, we go got, ahead we say got, something we got to go ahead from nameless user and uh sheik Marcelino. the sound is good today sound is good congratulations awesome. i finally got the production thing right uh, even even a broken clock is right uh twice a day so is the deep speaker you go interrupted Dave's, him right Dave spoke oh he did, he did no he did. i'm good i'm good like i said i'm sitting back and relaxing today i'm uh, i'm ready for the fireworks right. we got we got dois falabarats aqui so dave you don't need to sp- to speak today between the uh, Hugo and uh, Chris, you got uh, content covered. That's right. No comment. Here come the Valadon brothers. The Valadon brothers. Cousins <laughs> or primos, whatever they are. Many. 15 degree angle. Epa, close enough. Now yeah. there's angles. 58. Hey, this is getting too. It's getting, well, it's a, it's a small studio, so we kind of had to do a couple things just to make sure that oh, everybody fits in. It's bigger than a gel cell. Right. It, I don't know. I've never like been in a jail cell. It's like two of them. <laughs> I couldn't Me tell neither. you. I saw an Alcatraz. Saw an I saw Alcatraz? the movie The Rock. The Rock? <laughs> Remember, that was a great movie. That was a great movie? The Young Bucks are like The Rock. The Rock featuring The Rock or it was just The Rock? No, it was uh, that dude. Before with The Rock. The Nick Cage? Nicholas Cage and the old dude that used to be 007. And I'm oh. talking about Dave. The Scottish. Yeah. The Bosman? No. No, before 007. that. 007. 007 mm. before that. Sir uh, Mix-a-Lot. You had me going at first with the sir. No, he was a he was a sir. I, I know, but you that's why I'm like sir, and they like makes a lot. I don't remember his. I name. like big butts, and I can't not. Who's this? DJ Natural Fires. He knows here. about Welcome. sir makes a lot. DJ DJ that's okay. DJ Natural Fires. Everybody's here. We're we're so happy that everybody's able to join us every week. Uh, we hope we're doing. You're doing well. Uh, we're almost at the end of, of January. Sean Connery. Sean, or sir Sean Connery. Is he a sir? So he got knighted? <laughs> he is a sir. He got knighted. Even That's like Scottish. when they put the sword over your, both of your shoulders and they act yeah. like they I, I'd be, I'd be very nervous. And he kneels. Because, you know, back in the days, them kings would trick you. It's kind of like the mob. When you go sit in the front <laughs> row, in the front, you know, you shoot, when you're sitting shotgun, you know you're getting whacked. Right? Back in the days, like, we're going to knight you, and then they chop your head off. It must have been nerve-wracking. Yeah. Think. think they do that nowadays? Uh, only on Game of Thrones. Only okay. They'll do that on Game of Thrones sometimes. No, I'm glad that everybody that's listening. Everybody, we're 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 happy that everybody's here. Obviously, we're we're waiting a little bit until everybody joins us. But uh, episode 471 is what we're up to. Everybody's here, minus minus our producer, our producer, our free producer, our producer never shows up. Oh, I guess. Not a Has non-producer. Has he been here this season? Non-present producer. Hey, DJ saying we had a tornado warning, so everybody had to leave work. Hey, where's this at? Full his hometown, this? he says. His hometown could be anywhere. That? Hometown USA. Wow. Thanks. Well, thanks to the tornado, we got a new listener. Not Lou, but no, loyal Natural one. Fire's been here yes, yes, before. Yes. So thank you everybody for for uh, for for joining us. Uh, episode four hundred seventy-one. We'll look back at the Santa Clara game. And we'll look ahead to Pas Freire, which is a game that Benfica is moving up, a game that's part of the 20th uh, round. But Benfica is moving up because of the Champions League play uh, that's just around the corner. And we'll recap the podcast by talking about the ins and outs. There's been some moves. I don't think we'll, we were here last time be, uh, when Gedge got confirmed, right? Gedge just uh, got confirmed. Oh, Gedge came in on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, we that's were here right. Tuesday, Wednesday. But there was there was a strong possibility that he make. That he might have joined the I team you, on Tuesday, you know, to right? You, to give you credit, I think oh, you want to give me credit. Holy moly! I'm not even drunk, but um, I think <laughs> right towards the end, right, Dave, right at the end of the recording, you might have mentioned 
Something about Geds to Benfica, and I said, forget about him. He's, the Capish. Yeah, I'm pretty you, sure. Yeah, I think you might have mentioned something. And I yeah. said, forget about that. He's, that's too good to be true. Yeah. Or something along those lines. I'm pretty sure the guys that are uh, uh, listening and watching right now uh, will recall. But I said something along those lines. And then I left, and I went upstairs, and I saw, wait a minute. This is where Alfredo stole it from. <laughs> but to your credit, he did come. So I don't know. Your homeboy, Rupert Braz, man, he's 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 doing some work, man. That dude's phenomenal. A gente implacável. That dude picks him up and even sends him away. Nunca right. me enganou. You, you don't even see that guy. You know the guy that used to pick him up at the airport? You don't even see that guy anymore. He's just Braz, just no. clearing away, opening up the crowd. We're, we're going to get right into the gets before anything else? We can. Well, look, I was on Thursday, I was watching... As, as most of you guys were as well, watching with anticipation his arrival in Avion Privado. And my man's coming in on the second floor. Like, the rest of us got to walk. The second floor and at we the We got to take a bus. At the Portela. Then, yeah, so he's like, he's at the second floor. And then he arrives like, he arrives like a boss. With three chicks around, like a boss. And then sends him away. And then the two of them walked into his, into his Mercedes. Sends the girls away? So what happened to the girls? I think the girls, maybe they were. No, they were with Gonzalo. They, they were, were with him? They were clearly with him. Yeah. They were, if not, they were big soccer fans because all three of them, like, right around. Yeah, around. I think. I, uh, Dave, did you watch that video? Do you recall what I'm talking about? I didn't, but let me see if I can find it. I follow his girlfriend uh, on uh, I don't know if it was his girlfriend. It was three of them. Probably his girlfriend and a couple of his sisters. I know it was three. And Rupi de Raz said something like, and they, and they, I'm like, that was the best part. You know, he's, uh, I told you where he's from, right? That place where uh, we went to eat, Samora Correa. He's from Benevento. Samora Correa. No, Benevento. He's from Samora Correa. The newspapers say Benevento. Samora Correa is by me. Yeah. No, Benevento is by you. It's where your dad's oh. from. Samora Correa is in between us and, and Benevento. My dad is from Brazil. It's not by you, bro. Stop. Yes, it is. Samara Correa is by Villa Franca Chira. Yeah. It's on the opposite side of the river, though. This guy don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. No. Wait a minute. Benevento is nowhere near Villa Franca Chira. Yeah, it is. Benevento is Alentejo, if I'm not mistaken. No, exactly. man. It's on yeah, the other yeah. side of the Alentejo. No, yes. Benevento no, is Alentejo. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I'm drink, you guys don't know your geography. Oh, Chico. Oh, Chico. Geography oh, Chico. Já sabes que a geografia não é... You guys don't know your geography. Chico. Há um Benevento no Alentejo. Agora no, há Benevento. Há Benevento. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking no, about. No, dude. It's, it's Alcochet, Samora Correa, Benevento. On Vila one side of the river. In Vila Franca Chico. No. Vai ver o mapa. Olha, pergunta aí ao Chico. Yeah, no, uh, no, Benevent is after Samora Correa. I know because my dad is from Benevent. I know. I know. I've that been there. store where we're at. Your uncle. I know. Benevent. I've been there. So it's not in Alentejo. Well, to me, anything above us, not on the other and side north, of the river, is, is, is Alentejo. And north. Okay. Um, he led Street Santarang. Oh wait, Chris, you're, you're, you have many towns in We, we were going to talk about... Um, oh, yeah, we were going to talk about uh, Street Santarang. That's right. We were Santarang? It's huh? Portugal. Told you. It's in Portugal. <laughs> we were yeah. going to talk about Consal Guedes. You guys want to... Uh, let's go. You go. What, what do you think, man? I what loved it. Thrilled. I didn't see it coming. Um, I had commented on it uh, with Chris earlier in the morning. And uh, we were both of the consensus that not happening. It was more of a pipe dream. And uh, hours later, like <laughs> like Chris was saying, there we see Pedro Raj coming out with him at the airport. 
And uh, it's almost like a staple now of every Benfica signing is you always see Pedro Braz coming out. That's awesome. Um, hey, I'll, Chris here is my witness. I never doubted him from day one. Right, Chris? Yeah. I want the oh. other guy back. <laughs> Which because guy? The other guy, the old man. Because when the old man went, I think that was the dude on Silver Benfica. Ever since he stopped going, the leak stopped coming. Talk about who? Fire Eagle? Yeah, the fi- Fire, Fire Eagle. Eagle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's used Quill. To go, he used to go on on Serbian Fikish that said, uh, rumor is this guy is Oi, coming. Well, then, port, Volt, Zinti, Quattro, the Newark. Two, two, hour, two hours later, it'll be him they walking out. Lights, they do all kinds of crazy shit on that forum. Walking out. Yeah, yeah. David Oliver, a clip of Geds with three girls at the air. But yeah, they arrived together, all three of them. There you go. And then <laughs> and then, <laughs> the Rupert Bras said something. It took him, and just the two of them went into his little coupe, Mercedes coupe, and I don't know what the chicks went. Two-seater? No, it's a f- it's two-door, but yeah, we got seats in the back. I know what you're saying. But, yeah, um, it was good to look. Look, let's be honest. Gonzalo Guedes is a terrific signing. It's getting late into the transfer window. We've beaten this horse to a pulp. I've constantly come on here and criticized the lack of options on this Benfica squad. They have done... A magnificent job, whether it's Ripe de Bras, Ricosta, whoever it may be. You know who I think the guy behind this all is my boy Coelho. When he was there before, he's tremendous. He left Benfica's acquisitions dipped in form, and he's back, and all of a sudden it seems like they're getting these things back together. I think that's the guy that, that really, at the end of the day, is the guy that we should be patting on the back. But nonetheless, getting back to, to Gonzalo Guedes, as I mentioned on last week's podcast, once again, we signed the two kids, Shaldrup and Gangsta, from uh, Gangston. from uh, Gangston. wherever they came from, uh, somewhere one over there. One came from Norway, center. one came from Denmark. Okay. And I said at the time, odds are that one, if not both of these kids, is going to take a little bit of time adapting, right? It's a step up in competition, and we have to be, re- uh, be realistic. And even if I try to play nice and I say, okay, one of the two is really going to hit the ground running and the other one's going to struggle – Gonzalo Guedes gives you the luxury of not really putting too much pressure on these kids because let's say the striker is the one that hits the ground running. Gonzalo Guedes is an option at wing, and now the kid Shaldrup has a little bit more time to to develop. And if it's vice versa, the winger adapts. Uh, Guedes is obviously a guy that can play up top as well. So I thought this was a, a perfect signing, a guy that knows the house, a guy that knows Portugal, it's not going to take any time adapting. And as we saw, he played in the very next game, and we'll get into that in a second. But he hit the ground running, and it's important. And I think, again, it's one of those guys you kill two birds with one stone. Perfect signing by Benfica. Great job by them. And at the end of the day, great job by Gonzalo by wanting to come back to Portugal. I understand he wasn't playing a lot uh, over there at, at Wolverhampton. He was having a little bit uh, difficult time adapting. But nonetheless, he still had to want to come back, and he did, and uh, congratulations to everybody for making this work. So I'm, I'm ecstatic that he came. I'm ecstatic that he's part of our roster. Yeah, but but Hugo, I think that if it wasn't for the George Mintz connection, maybe you don't you don't make this move, or you couldn't make this move happen. What do you think? I agree with that. Um, I think it fell at a perfect time. I mean, Chris pretty much summarized everything, all of my thoughts as well. Um, but... Again, I, th- I think there's a play there to be made uh, potentially down the line. I don't think uh, – we're talking about a club that just paid, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 40 million euros uh, a few months ago. For him, and, yeah. For, for Gonzalo Holmes, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So I think there might be a play there to maybe try and, and, and connect with, with Holmes in the summer. I don't know, man. It, it's just 
the way it fell on our lap was is a little uh, a little fishy to me. Now, with that said, I mean, I'll take it. I love the signing, and like Chris said, we're talking about a player that could play every position uh, from midfield forward. Of the four attacking positions. Of the four attacking position. And Roger Schmidt, if you guys paid attention to his presser uh, prior to the, to the Santa Clara game, he mentioned exactly that. He summarized yeah. the signing exactly, stating that it's a very versatile. First of all, he said it's a top player, and then he said he's a very versatile player. So, um, then after the game, yes. For this, you need a Roger Schmidt to tell you that. No, I didn't need Roger Schmidt to tell you that, but <laughs> it's just icing on the cake. But after the game, when he was asked about Gonzalo Ramos, uh, Gonzalo Ramos, Gonzalo Gedge, now I got to be careful. We're with meeting a quarter. Yeah. We're all mixing the, the yeah. Gonzales now. When uh, when he spoke about Gedge, he said that he he only did one practice session, but in a practice session, he already showed a lot of motivation, a lot of drive. He's he's in it. He's committed. Well, that's the thing when you talk about how difficult it is at times to acquire players in the January transfer window. Well, the reverse effect of it is also when you do acquire them, these guys are in the middle of the season. Doesn't take a lot of time for these guys to get in shape, right? Because they're constantly practicing. And, and, and Gonzalo uh, gets that is wasn't pushed to the side. He was part of the squad. He was practicing squad. So my man was in tip top shape, but just switching teams, switching yeah. uniforms, and you know, let's go, let's get it going. So uh, that's that's the one but, positive, obviously, from making these tra types of uh, transfers here in, in January. Yeah, but as you mentioned, Chris, the fact that he knows the house, he knows Seychelles inside out. Um, it, it also helps with his transition, right? Because he's not stepping into a place where he's got to learn the, the law of the land, right? He already knows. I came back home, bro. Like yeah. you said, he said it himself. He was nervous. You're nervous. But I think it was nervous of playing at Benfica again. It wasn't the nerves that he probably felt going to Wolverhampton, the nerves of having to prove that he's worthy. I think coming home, he's comfortable. It was just nervous because he loves the club. I don't. It's two different types of nerves. Yeah, and you could tell the dude. It, 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 you're right. This thing. You're right. But when you look at a at a guy like Gonzalo Ramos, a guy that's played, he, he played at the biggest stages in La Liga, right? For Gonzalo Ramos gets. Gets. Shit. Uh, Gonzalo, Gonzalo Ramos ain't go there yet. Gets. Uh, Are you saying you know something that we don't no, know? I don't know. No? Okay, just making sure. When you talk about Gets and when he's played at the biggest stages in, in, in Europe, right? La Liga, uh, uh, England, and scored it, scored the, the game winning Nations League goal that's right. for Portugal. That's right. <laughs> don't forget. That's right. And uh, the fact that he's he actually said that he was nervous to come back to Benfica and to play in that game. That says a lot about how he feels about the club and what he also thinks about what the expectations are. My for man didn't even shave. You seen him at the airport? He didn't even shave. And then the next day, he kind of tripped. There was no time to shave. That's just, how quick. With them three girls, he had no time to shave. Hey, he's, hey, he's. Now, let's, uh, I know that we veered a little bit off topic. Dave. What do you think about Gonzalo Gedge? He loves Arrival. it. I mean, the, the whole transfer with Gedge, uh, Sheldrup, and gangster as you want to uh, call him this is a, a completely different uh, january transfer window that we've seen from benfica uh, i mentioned it last week we've been so used to selling off in january and not really enforcing the uh the squad but it's a great um it's it's great to actually be adding and rather than subtracting uh, to this team and um, I think we got to just give some praises to uh, to Rui and, and the the rest of the uh, the uh, the club's board here because they're 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 actually making some investments to the squad, and I guess that uh, that draw against Club Bruges probably uh, has uh, something to do with it. And 
really wanting to go far in ch the Champions League and get some uh, return on the investment. But well done to the club for investing rather than uh, subtracting here in January so far. And if they can, what do we have here? About six, seven days before the end of the uh, transfer window, hold yeah. on to uh, to Enzo, and uh, I, I would. I would well, be more than happy to, yeah, there to was get an, this an, an A+. Plus. Yeah, there was another piece of news today that came out that the Enzo, that Chelsea was going to make another uh, go at Enzo. And Benfica came out today and said that he's not going for less than a clause. So if you don't have the money, uh, you know, then you don't get the honey. <laughs> uh, listen, just <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Just let me read off a couple of comments yeah. here. Sheikh uh, Marcelin says the girls went to the party Gilberto was throwing. Uh, that was uh, João Mario's birthday. Was it Gilberto or Danny Alves? No, for, 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 for that this. party. Danny Alves. Name bring squeeze. Morreu. Morreu. Red Baron says, I have a feeling this is just the beginning of ex-Benfica players coming back. Man, from your mouth to God's ears, but oh. uh, too good to be true. I mean, I believe in fairy tales, but not this one. Even though I'm not uh, too happy about uh, Bernardo Silva's comment. But go ahead. Reigning Entertainment. Uh, says we went from using Champions League as a display case to actually competing. It's absolutely lovely. Yeah, 100%. of course it is. I mean, <laughs> I mean just go is. back and play the, the podcast from years past when I screened in Holland that Benfica should always anticipate, build a roster to anticipate being at this stage of the Champions League. Yeah. In case they are, then they're prepared. As opposed to building a, 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 a squad, as we saw in years past when 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 Aurelia sold Ederson, sold Smidl, sold a, I forget, a couple more real key, who was a couple more Lindelof, and there was another one. I believe there was four Mitroglu, four important pieces that came off that roster, and, and then basically reinforced the squad with Tomas Tomas uh, Tomas. What's his name? Tomas Tavares. Who, by the way, was announced today in Russia. Goes to show you all lovely things are going. That he's going to Russia. I don't know if I'd want to go to Russia at this point. Nothing against my Russian lovely people, but I don't know if I want to be playing there. And so it's totally opposite of what we're accustomed to seeing. Mm. As Dave said, Dave, those are some great points. See, that's why I got to talk. Yeah, more but about you know that not every year can we have this level of investment, right? Because we're still a selling club. We're still a club that depends on selling in order to balance our books. But I, you know, I do realize that this is a change. This is a change of mentality in terms of the leadership. We're no longer buying the Salvador Agras of the world, the Yanni Gonzalez of the <laughs> world to make some commission and guys that never put on a Befica jersey. We're actually buying wooden tent. And that's probably something, not probably, that's something that we haven't seen in a long time, right? With the exception of the election year, where we just splurged. Hey, on that splurge, we got Darwin Nunez in $100 million for him, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, not bad at all. And, and we got, what's his name, Sibolinha, who we got Nets for? So, I mean, look, there's some positives. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. Um, let's get into this uh, Santa Clara game. If you could travel to the, the beautiful, lovely Azores Islands where pitches are drained properly. Um, no um, rain this time. Here's uh, you know, contrary to what, <laughs> Benfica, to what Benfica, to what Cristiano says. Beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, pitch there. Benfica lined up with Vlaco Dimos in goal. Ba, Silva, Murato, and Grimaldo um, with Otamendi serving as uh, fifth, car fifth yellow card suspension. Uh, Tino and Enzo in the middle. João Mario, Draxler, Hauschnes, and Ramos. Um, let me. I'll ask Hugo. Hugo, do you feel that uh, 
that Draxler is getting his last chances? I'll say this. I thought that uh, from Julian, I thought this was one of his better, if not his best performance so far in a Benfica jersey. Now, with that said, it's still way below the level I personally expected, and I'm sure I speak for the whole group here and and, and the, the Freddies in the chat. Um, I, think, I think Draxler is going to have a harder time now to see the squad. Um, you factor in uh, Getch coming here. So he's probably going to be that that uh, not that first time. Getz is going to start. There's no doubt on my mind. Um, and then if these kids pan out, um, you know, like Andreas and uh, and Casper, um, I don't know, man. I I definitely think so to answer your question off of it. But I will say this: I thought that he he had one of his best outings, if not his best outing, in in, in a Benfica jersey, and especially on that 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 uh, participation on that third goal. I mean, that that was a brilliant little little flick there to to, yeah. to Enzo. Um, you know, and then Getch Getch capped that one off. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's my take. You on know, it, it it's a shame. Game. It's a shame because I know Cristiano, both Cristiano and I had had huge expectations for Draxler and what he could add to this team once he got going, uh, because he came off a, a long absence, uh, a long period where he didn't play off of a, a major injury, and we kind of felt that he needed a little bit of time to get back into the rhythm. But the, the, the biggest thing is that I watched Draxler. The touch is there, but it just seems like the speed. He's playing at a, it's not a speed. different speed. It's it, well, I guess it's not the intensity. That's what I was going to say. It's not the speed. It's right. intensity. The dude is – look, it seems like when you're watching Draxler, when you saw Draxler in years past and you watch Draxler now at Benfica, it seems like my man's checked out. Yeah. That's what it seems like. seems like, because and uh, all right, I get to this ball. There's no intense. I don't know if he lost his confidence. Obviously, I'm pretty sure his confidence got to be shattered because of the long, uh, you know, pause in his, in his career due to injury. But at the same time, you got to want to show something. Yeah, you got to want to be better. You got to want to improve. And it seems like he's, he's he's not trying hard enough. Maybe he is. We don't know. But it just does not look like the same guy we all expected at Benfica. And obviously, that's still got to be weighing on his mind. And Roger Schmidt um, is trying to play him. I know I said last week after the Sporting match, which was, if you can't use him for these big matches, why is he even yeah. here? And now, look, we understand, like, like, like Hugo said, it was one of his better performances at Benfica. But let's not. Let's not forget, for ladies and gentlemen, for Christ, this is Santa Clara, he, okay? But he's gotten. More I know. Chances. I understand. I understand. But if he couldn't perform against Santa Clara, yeah, I mean, who's he going to perform against? Now, looking at this lineup, to be brutally honest, with you, at first I was not excited about it. I thought that Auschwitz was going to play behind Ramos, so I got I got excited. No, because I look at this lineup and and, and it's and again the competition was there to be had, but. <laughs> You know, you're looking at Arsenal on one wing, João Mata, neither of these guys have the ability to beat anybody one-on-one. And Benfica, even though they played a, a very good first half, at times they did have a difficult time breaking down the opposition. And, look, it's Santa Clara. It's a game that Benfica, all they had to do is just get through it, get the three points, come away, you know, unscathed, right, without any major injury. And that's exactly what they did. But I'm hoping with the gets of the swirl, Ned's coming back to form with Schaldrup. I'm hoping that now we're finally going to have to see, you know, start seeing some Jinga on the wings. Not saying that those guys are bad players. I absolutely love them. Even Joe Mario, this season has been spectacular. And, and Hugo said something a while ago. I'm surprised you didn't ask him about when he said he absolutely expects Gets to start. I do as well, but I guess the one that's going to drop off, it's got to be Joe Mario. 
Who's he gonna take off the top of the starting eleven? Well, that all, that all depends. Depends headache, uh, how. Yeah, it is. Depends on what our nerves is doing. Depends if Rafa's healthy because we heard Rafa's out for what four weeks, at least. No, two, month, yeah, two, two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. He should be back for the the Braga game. For yeah. The so I, I mean, look, I think it's a good it's a good problem to have. You have options. You're not throwing Diogo Gonzalez in there. You're not throwing. Well, Chiquinho he's at Copenhagen, so no, I'm joking. No, he is. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, now you don't look at the bench and said, "Fuck, who am I going to put in there?" Yeah. I mean, guys, just think about it. We could throw out there in the starting eleven a combination of Rafa, Gedge, uh, Ners. I mean, and then Peter Musa. That's for uh, for no gangster. That's Thanks a fantastic for. trio that we could put on the pitch. Absolutely. I mean, that's. It's, worthy, you know, worthy it, of a Benfica. Yeah, it's guys with uh, explosiveness, guys that that are that are like to play vertical, uh, and when you have guys like that with that type of ability, it's hard to defend. Yeah. Because you got three guys, you got a three prong attack that could that could create you problems. Four, because you Gonzalo Ramos, you know how I feel about the guy, but he puts the ball in. But forget the back about of the that, net, bro. The fact is. You don't know where I was going. Well, where are you going? But the fact is that the guy don't stop, so he's also someone that creates a crazy matchup problems. So, therefore, you can't just say the three of them, Gosal Rums gets thrown into it because of his movement, which is the one thing I've always raved about, is that the guy's work ethic is second to none. He doesn't stop. He's everywhere on the field. And due to that movement, he gets to a lot of balls that were like, wow, how did I even get that? And it turns it into a scoring opportunity. But when you mention those three, the gets the Rafas in the nets, and then you throw in Gonzalo Rums. Those four guys up top could interchange with one another. It's going to be a headache. Yeah, that's it. That's all I was. No, getting even to. if you have Ramos uh, uh, opening up spaces for these guys to get into lanes, you know, passing lanes. What? I, I, look, I think that there's a lot to be excited <laughs> about, especially if Neres is healthy. And Ned is on. Red Baron says you don't have to throw Brooks as a striker. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's a phenomenal point. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's that's great. That's great. Pedro has, has says, the clubs has the club said anything about uh, a timeline for when these new kids are supposed to be up and ready? Because I know they weren't called up to this no this I, match day squad. Uh, no, they. they um, I think I heard right? they've been registered, but. Roger Schmidt said they were going through. I think I heard season. something like three weeks. Three weeks, it's yeah, possible. That's what Schmidt said in a presser. Uh, yeah, that's that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So are they playing in the B team in the meantime? They no, should. Be. They no, they can't play. No. They're not. They don't have game rhythm. But well, how are they gonna get it? How do you? Yeah, uh, look look at a, I would. The, the B team certainly could use it. it. That's what I'm saying. Put them on the B. I don't if, know. It's possible. Drunk. We've if, seen guys on the B team before. If your goal is to get game rhythm. What you're gonna you're gonna try game rhythm in games that matter on the first team? No, no, absolutely. I don't see no, why not. But, but you but you introduce them little by little in but games. But you can't do both. Hold on, but you introduce them little by little in games that that are already resolved. So you're gonna one go into lead, a game. Two goal so lead, three goal lead. Keep, I, right now, perfect example. Steve S. Nubank, Lanos Azores. It would have been a good time. Mas vai sempre a convocar estes gajos. Já espera que estás a ganhar 3-0. Isso não estás a ganhar 3-0. Nunca jogam. Eles fazem parte do plantel now. They're 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 part of the squad. And I didn't say go to the B team and sit there. This ain't this no, ain't no, the Rangers in Hartford. You, yeah. You're not away from your team. You're just playing that game. If they got a game midweek and if they got a game on a weekend, they play the game. They need look at the end of the day, these kids are still young kids and they need game time. So I'm not opposed to them going to the B team. Now, if it interferes with the first squad, okay, obviously. You got a bunch of castators in the in the second league. You gotta well, be careful, dude. Well, get used to it, baby. Yeah. 
Um, so if he could get on the board uh, quickly in the ninth minute, Auschnitz, uh from uh, an Enzo cross, beautiful cross, Auschnitz putting it away. And then uh, seven minutes later, Ramush uh, with a tap in from uh, a Grimaldo uh, assist. Two nothing, dominating first half by Benfica. Um, there was a little bit of a slowdown uh, by Benfica, perhaps around the 30th, 35th, 35th minute. Santa Clara was able to come out of of their of their own half, but Benfica shut it down, and, and I think they finished the half with with a very good opportunity, and it could have very well been three nothing at the end of the half. The second half, we expected what Benfica came to do: manage the game lowered a little bit of the intensity, wasn't pressing as high. Um, even Roger Smith in his post-game presser said that uh, there was a little bit of a let-up by, by the team, and the team needs to continue to be focused and continue to be intense. Uh, but uh, he, he did understand that there was a little bit of a, of a, of a let-up. But other than that, some some substitutions. Net is in for Auschwitz, Chiquin for Florentino, Gedge for João Mario. Auschwitz already with a yellow card, so I understand them saving uh, and Florentino, there's a lot of games ahead. Not that the kid gets tired, but certainly you know want to give him a, a um, want to give him a rest. And then Gedge for for João Mario. And and look, uh, it was good to see Gedge. It was certainly very good to see Gedge in the game. Uh, seeing uh, Gedge, as as you mentioned, he was nervous getting that goal. I think that getting that goal lifts a, a huge weight off his shoulders because. Now he doesn't have the pressure of, okay, I went out, went to Spain, I'm playing in England, uh, I'm coming back, the fans expect a lot from me, I've evolved as a player, and to have that pressure of getting that goal of making an impact for this for this team, a team that he cherished so much, um, was is was going to weigh in on his on his psyche. So the fact that he got that goal out of the way and he was able to to get that pressure off his shoulders, I think it, he couldn't have asked for a better start from Geds for his uh, second spell at Benfica. Um, yeah, Vespers Wheelie Zill. Hey, guys, women's team won my heart. Uh, Red Baron, I guess, is agreeing with me in terms of sending the two uh, new signings to the B team if need be. He says... Lucas and Muratu did. They played on the B team until they got some game rhythm. So even uh, played on yeah, the B absolutely. team. Absolutely. Um, Red Baron says the same Those thing once again. Term injuries, guys. Yeah, like, but what's the difference? You you don't got you know, game rhythm. Yeah. What's the difference? The game rhythm. I think the B team is perfect. What's the difference? You know? I don't know. I, I just don't see these kids being dropped to to. to I didn't say dropped. The no, they're I, not I getting dropped. What, I know what you're. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't see these kids getting minutes in the B team. But look, but look at it this we'll way, see. right? Between. Between not making this the roster, the game roster, right? Because there's other guys that are in better shape than you, and getting thirty minutes in a B team, which which one would you rather no, be if you were one of them? Whether we like to admit it or not, there is going to be an adjustment period for these guys. That's 100%. a fact, without a doubt. That's a fact. And so That's again, uh, it, you're better off throwing them into the deep end with the B team. Just so they could get their feet wet, man. That's it. Nobody, you go. I'm not talking about they're gonna play four games, but if they gotta play a game or two, in order for them to get their rhythm back, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. We're talking about an 18 year old. We're not talking about a 35 year old. We're talking about an 18 year old that is going to be to to take some time getting adjusted to the Portuguese competition. Say what you want. He looks phenomenal on his YouTube videos. 
But playing in Portugal is a totally different beast. It's a it's a gritty league, a league that does a bunch of bullshit, ticky-tack fouls. It's going to take them a little bit of time to get adjusted. I just think it makes a whole lot of sense to give the kids some minutes, get their legs running once again, right? Get these guys moving, get them to feel what it's what it feels like to play a game again. And, and it's outside of their country, right? It's a new experience for them. Why the hell now you got nothing to lose? Yeah, I agree. And then with you, you bring it back on the weekend. What's I'm, the problem? I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I just don't think from from what I've been hearing from from Roger Schmidt and stuff like that, I just don't think he's gonna do it. But I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I think it makes sense, but I just I don't see it happening. But we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. No, I, I look, I think that uh I think it makes perfect sense to do something like that. And I think that Roger Schmidt is the guy to do that type of stuff because we've seen him before. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think it would, it would be good for those guys to get game rhythm in a B, uh, at the same time, help out the B because, you know, the B is not doing all that great. Let me ask you guys a question. And this, I don't, right, ask us a question. And this, I don't know for a fact, right? But I'm going to ask you guys and the Freddies and everyone check listening to this, watching this, um, you guys feel free to answer, but I have a question. You just said, you know, Hugo says he doesn't think it's Roger Schmidt. You just... Alluded to it, it's not Roger Schmidt. But the question I have is, is Roger Schmidt making a decision on when these guys are ready to go, or is it on the trainers? I think it falls on the technical staff. I think it falls. I'm asking. I think it most like falls on the training staff. When the training staff's Roger, they're ready to go. Then yeah. they free him to Roger, right? I think, yeah. I think okay. It's a, it's so if like we go, that. if let's just say we go by that line of, of structure, right? We go by that. Maybe they say, Roger, they're not ready. Give these guys some minutes on the B team. Now it's the decision is out of Roger's hand. I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm fair, throwing a fair hypothetical point. out there. No, right? But I think I don't think Roger's going to be like, the guys are ready. Obviously, he's going to have a say in the decision. But before, it's kind of like cooking at a restaurant. Before the lobster gets to the chef, there's a bunch of guys preparing it along the line. Right? And the training staff is going to say, look, these guys are ready to go. Or they're not ready to go. We think they need some minutes here. Or they need another week of training. I, I think it's going to fall. I don't think it's just going to be solely a Roger Schmidt decision. I, I just think that uh, that the, the minutes in the A team are going to be very hard to come by. And like you said, you're going to vote. You're going to get them on the game roster and then what? To play five minutes, ten minutes in a game? That's not enough game rhythm to, to get well, the Well, Alfred, let me ask you. Would you play him only five minutes at this Santa Clara game? We went up 3-0 in what minute? Dave, help us out. Yeah, 3-0 three, three in 80th minute. The 80th minute, okay. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit early, but but even then, I mean, the I mean, game was the game was pretty much on the control. It was on the control, right? Two but, subs in the 82nd minute and the 90, 90th minute. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Which, but but that also tells you that the lack of depth, right? That but our no, bench but has. The, what's but, ten minutes going to do for you? But the decision no, that but the it subs that he made in. that changed the game was gets coming in. Was gets those are the in, subs. Yeah. Yeah. So those subs are earlier. Right, so forget about the, the uh, other subs, yeah. the, the important subs, the ones that needed to change the game because Benfica in the second half had clearly lost the step, motivation, whatever it was. Benfica was kind of like falling asleep, and so once they bring in Geds and they bring and they bring in Neres and whatever, the, the, I think it was three players at once, right? At the time, you, that kind of changed the game a little bit. So that means the other two kids weren't coming in, and then once the game is out of hand, like you're gonna bring them in just to bring them in. If and again, if they are not close to 100 percent. Now, if they're close to 100%, whatever. But if they're not even there yet, which which they've alluded to, that these kids aren't ready, it's going to take some weeks. 
it's gonna it's gonna take some time to ease. Yeah, them in. I agree with you guys, but I I I expect these guys in a couple of weeks' time because again, yeah, Schmidt set the precedent right at the beginning. He said it, he he said it flat out. It's gonna take them uh, three weeks, I believe, is 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 what he said. But then I expect them to be on the on the eighteen man roster. To the mic, bro. Sorry, I expect them to be on the eighteen man roster uh, going forward. That's, uh, that's, that's what I says, happen. All you need to do is explain to these kids that they are going to gain Kalu at the B team. If yeah. they respond in a positive way, it will be a good signal about their character and professionalism. Uh, t- I mean, listen, I don't have to repeat that. I completely agree. Reigning Entertainment says, Chef Cristiano cooking up a Titlo Nacional. <laughs> Pedro Arasta. Pedro, what's up, bro? Miss you. Got to come to the studio one of these days. Could join us yeah, here. Man. We'll kick this guy out and bring you in. Uh, <laughs> could it be that the B team could have a demoralization effect on these young boys? Come on, man. I don't so, think man. these guys are prima donnas, bro. With the, uh... I, understand, I understand what he's trying to say because if you if you, if you you look at Sheldrup, right, he's coming from from being the leading scorer in Denmark. Now, I, I know the Danish league is, is uh, if I call it a B-level, B-level league, I'm being, I'm being a little generous there. But um, they've got some teams, look at Michelin, right, that we saw that's played in the Champions League. Bronby's played in the Champions League. It's not, it's not a, a, a complete piss-away league. And he's been dominating that league. So I see what, what Pedro's saying, and I, I kind of agree with him. But it's a means to an end. If you have to play to, for the B team, is part of your evolution to be ready yeah, for I the agree. A team. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't think – I wouldn't see anything wrong if I was a player. But I think – I don't know. Maybe, Especially coming off a three-month stoppage. I could completely be reading this wrong, but I, I think these kids – and you see a lot of the kids coming from that side of the world – they come with a positive attitude. Ready They're to a work. lot more humble than South Absolutely. Americans. Absolutely, I don't see these guys. No, I don't know. I didn't say South Americans. I just said other people. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I'm not sitting. They're, here. They're, They're more humble than half our young guys on the B exactly. team that exactly. we have that come Dave. from Portugal. Never mind South America. Dave, they're not getting to Benfica and saying this is a trampoline. They're, but uh, coach, we already spoke well. about some of those players on the B team that are already treating the team like a trampoline. They don't want to resign their contract. They want to get Mureira. paid. You'd rather have Gilles Diaz on the bench? Gilles Diaz, no. oh. Hey, be careful. Oh, be careful. I, it's I, all about Gilles Diaz. Gilles Diaz. I don't know what Gilles Diaz is past his, his, uh, his uh, expiration date. Gilles Diaz. Diaz should be bringing the balls to training. Gilles Diaz might be your oh. best left back. Listen, uh, <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, Red Baron says, supposedly shut up is having three practices a day at Seychelles. Yes. Both of them should be having three practices a day. Absolutely. I know. What's the other one doing? Which, which other one? A gangster. He's doing the three practices in both <laughs> of them. Like you, Red Baron, these guys so shut up. Maybe shut up needs more work. Nah, listen, I think that these guys, I have high expectations for the two of them, more so for shut up than I do for a gangster. But at the end of the day, it's going gangster. to be a little tricky to get these guys acclimated. I don't think it's going to be as easy as you guys. And if, and if it is, you know, I'll come here on a podcast and I'll say I was wrong. But I, th- I think these I think guys, once they're ready, they'll be I, good, I man. I think they would benefit from possibly yeah. playing a couple games on the beach. I don't think it'll hurt. 100%. And, I, and I think they have the right attitude. I don't think these guys are prima donnas like we see with the rest of our chop kids on the B team and stuff like that. These guys that get promoted to the B team and all of a sudden they're thinking that they're the next ones to go to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, I think Chaldrup, if he wanted to go to the bigger teams, he would have gone. I mean, obviously was, he, he turned down, apparently, right, the, 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 the allegedly, the rumors that he turned down the likes of Liverpool and whatever. If he had that right, if he had that mentality, I don't think he'd be at Benfica right now. He understands that he's going to come here to work and get better so he get to the next level. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Dave, thoughts and, and stats on the game so we can move on? No, it was uh, overall, you get those quick goals 
right at the beginning and uh, it allows you to play calm and play your game the rest of the way so it's always uh, better for the club and for the uh, supporters when uh, we get those goals right uh, early in the match but uh, to wrap up the game here um, Arshness with his first goal as a uh, Benfica player uh, oh, what, a pass, Dave. what a pass what a pass what a, that was from, from Enzo, Enzo. Was it what a ball from Enzo that's right um ramos another goal for his uh for his tally this season up to uh 18 uh 12 in the league uh still ahead of uh still top of the league for uh scoring um gedge returns to benfica since uh january 2017 and scores on his return and uh, with the first half of the season now complete, Benfica's in first place with a four-point lead uh, ahead of Braga. Uh, not a positive stat, uh, but you can uh, twist it however way you want it. Last time Benfica were first place at the halfway point was in 2019-2020, uh, but they blew the seven-point lead at that uh, that time around, but Dave, not did, this year. Did you know this is Benfica's third-best start? To the first half of the season on this, who's, this who's new. Fe- who's feeding you that? I know for a fact. Number one. I saw that. Bruno Lage. Number two. JJ was number two. Number two, JJ. And now, how many points we got now? 40. Okay. So I thought it was a little boring. But whatever. So Bruno Lage, uh, number one. I know. I think it's 43, Dave. That's for the Is it 43? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think Bruno Lage finished with 46. JJ, 44. 40 was last week. If I'm not mistaken. And now. Roger Schmitty with 43. 43 or 44, Dave? 44, 44, 44. Yeah, 44. Okay, then it's 45, whatever. 44, pa. No, but the JJ has one more. JJ. second best start. The best start ever was that one that that, that uh, Dave alluded to. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple slip-ups. We had that slip-up slip in Gimorange that we should have never had. Braga, the Braga should game. Should never had. We got lucky. We came with one. Yeah, play. I mean, we should have never had that slip. That was up. off a uh, international break, though, right? Players were rusty. Yeah. Here. The the Braga game. That's that's another anomaly. But uh, we'll we'll get a chance to redeem ourselves. But uh, yeah, uh, at at the turn, I'm I don't know a Benfica fan that that is not happy uh, with the uh, with the way this team has has progressed through the season. Roger Schmidt's first year. Uh, some new players. Uh, obviously, you know, there was a lot of expectation in terms of the fan base and on what Bifiga would have been able to do this this first year for Roger Schmidt. Uh, but certainly, I, I think that everybody's happy with the way the Bifiga has managed this first half of the and season. And I, I have another question for you guys regarding this another game. Another question? Yeah, I got, well, dude, I'm, I got a lot of questions. I got another question. Were you guys... He's auditioning for CMTV. Surprised? <laughs> or did you guys expect it, right? And when I asked that, did you were you surprised that Murato got the call over Verissimo? Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. No. Dave? No. No, we saw earlier in the season that it seems like Schmidt has Murato. Well, I mean, at over, the beginning uh, of the season, Dave, Verissimo wasn't ready. Murato's fit, dude. Verissimo is nowhere Verissimo the was out, level Dave. of Verissimo. You remember at Murato. the time, him and João Vitor, João Vitor got hurt against Boca, and, 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 uh, and, and this guy... Uh, Verissimo was only ready in December, beginning of December, late November. Yeah. So uh, Morata was doing his thing in you know August and September until he got injured. Yeah, uh, you. I'm uh, I'm not surprised because it was on the left side to replace Otamendi. 
I do think that in the long run, I think Verissim is is going to to overtake Morat uh, on the depth chart. Yeah, I mean, uh, if he could get to the fitness level right now, he doesn't look like he has the same fitness level I, as Morat. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. Um, but Verissim is also right-footed. Yes. Center back. Correct. Which would be... That, but Murat is naturally left foot. Naturally left foot. Yeah, that's so that that's his natural position there. Um, I'm not. I'm what not. What does as, that mean? I mean, what the, I mean, come on, for Christ's sake! What? Why left, don't you? He's a left footed center back. Flatter me with this answer. What? What's what's Otamendi's? <laughs> what's Otamendi's preferred foot? There's well. What's again, his prefer? What's his, his, his best experience foot? Again, trumps that. Forget the. I'm asking a question. He's a, he's a righty. Okay, where does he play? On the left. Yeah, and he's I agree. No, I agree with that 100. percent but what I'm saying, as you know, there's very few left-footed center backs yes, there's very few. in the game. And when you find one, now I'll say this, I'm not, and you know this, Chris, because we talk about it, I'm not as high on Morato as you are. I do like him. I think since he's had, his, since he's had his injury, I think he, he hasn't been the same. Yeah. I think you guys agree. You lost a little bit of that that momentum. I mean, and, and it seems to me, it seems like every time Morata plays, and to his credit, not against Santa Clara, against Santa Clara he was very steady, but you're, you're, you always have one of those turnover or two, yep. right? That shaky back pass or that shaky uh, build, build from oh, yeah, the back. That against that Sturil, that I, ended up yeah. busting the Tasa de Liga uh, knockout uh, round. I think he's got to clean that up in his game, but again, he's still young. I'm just not as high on him as, as, as Chris is, for example. Pedro Oresta says Verissimo has been out for 28 months. Nuno M says he's not surprised. Uh, he likes referring to, I guess, Roger Schmidt. He likes left-footed player on the left side unless he doesn't have the option. Red Baron uh, says no, not surprised. The way he only made one change, Verissimo would have to play in the right and Antonio Silva would uh, would have moved to the left. And lastly, Brian Which P. says fine. He played I wouldn't mind selling Lucas Verissimo next season. An ACL tear is a killer. Yeah. No, and it was uh, was it you that was saying that, uh, or, or no, it was somebody. I think it was Baqueiro. Baqueiro was talking to somebody in Brazil about Verissim, uh, when before Verissim joined Benfica, and that person told him, "Good player, but has a lot of injury issues, injury prone." I think it was me. It was you. I don't, I don't know, know if it was you or Baqueiro. Well, he was healthy though. He was brilliant last season. Yeah, I think was, we could all agree on that. Was, while he was healthy, he's brilliant. But yeah, obviously he's 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 got. You know, hit with the injury bug. It's unfortunate because he was at the top of his game. The guy was getting called up to the Brazilian national team, missed the World Cup. We never like to to see a player miss out on that opportunity. But hey, man, listen, like I tell you, Alfred, what I said, big boy soccer. Yeah. Next one up. Let's go. Keep it moving. O nosso Rui passaporta todos. And look, it came by Antonio Silva. It came by Murato. I thought Murato was f- absolutely phenomenal before tearing his, his, his tendons or ligaments in his ankle. Uh, hasn't been the same player since. Yes, Hugo uh, makes a valid point. There are some some miscues. You guys passear, you know, some of his back passes. But if, 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 if yeah. that's what it is, that's fine. Because physically, physically, in terms of physicality, he's there. He's there. That he might be Benfica's best defender in terms of physicality. Yeah. He's got the whole package. Now, yes, he has lapses in games at times that make you scratch your head. But, look, he's still a young player. Let's not forget, he's only 22. Um, he's relatively young. Uh, and, and you know, I, I think he's he's proved. He's proved to all of us that he can play at this level. Sad to see what's going on with Verissimo. But, look, right now Benfica do have three other options that they could throw out there at all times. Verissimo, I mean, Verissimo, I'm sorry, Otamendi. Uh, Morato, Antonio Silva, rotate the three, and you're fine, which gives Verissimo 
that luxury, that extra added time to recover to hopefully get back to his physical form, to his tip-top form. Therefore, you know, the pressure is not mounted on the guy and he could just, you know, be himself and do his thing. Yeah. Next up for Benfica, Passos Ferreira. Benfica will travel up north to the Capital do Móvel to play Passos Ferreira, a game that was scheduled for the 20th round but has been moved forward as a result of uh, Taça da Liga games being played this weekend. And since Benfica is not involved, uh, Benfica kindly asked Passos Ferreira if, if they could bring forward the game to uh, to clear up some of the schedule that uh, they're going to have with the Champions League games. And, and Passos Ferreira, I guess, they... They weren't they too thrilled yes. at first. They weren't too thrilled, but they weren't too thrilled. throw a couple uh, Bifanas and Sagas in there, and, and that let's make that deal. Look, that's Freda with with the former Benfica player coach, second time. Yeah, and, and, and Cesar Peixoto. I thought it'd be a little. Yeah, bit easier. it's funny because Cesar Peixoto was their coach in the beginning of and the season. He got season. fired, and then he came. Got back. fired. Yes. Uh, then they brought another guy, and he got fired. He got fired, and then he got fired, Mota. and they figured, What's well, his name? Mota. And they said, well, since we're still paying Cesar Peixot until the end of the season, might as well bring him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the truth is that nobody wanted to touch that job because they're in last place, they're relegation, and, but whatever. That's well, I'll tell you that story off the air. That's well, that Cesar Peixot already got paid for the job, so he might as well finish hey, it. <laughs> Look, I, I, I like Pas Ferreira. I like Os Castores. I li- you know what I like? Cidade do Móvel. Capital do Móvel. I love their social media posts, the videos with with the with the castor, uh, whatever you call that thing. Castrator. Castor, castor, beaver. A beaver, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a castor. The beaver. Yeah, because castor they eat wood. Is that what it is? I guess beavers eat wood, wood, right? And since they build móveis, which móveis made out of wood? wood. <laughs> wow, Chris. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm learning a lot here. I gotta hand it to you. I gotta hand it to you. Chris putting two and two together. Just, I gotta hand it to him. Cause, cause what, Coming up with five. I didn't even know there was beavers in Portugal. So that goes to show you. Why but wouldn't like, there be beavers in Portugal? Well, you act like there's lions. Or are, are there lions in Portugal besides the ones there's our no, neighbors? There's no lions in like other parts of the world though. Exactly, but there's no there's no beavers well, in beaver is a very common animal. <laughs> in all my terras. I've never seen one. I was going to ask you which terror you I've never about. seen one in. Dave, have you ever seen a beaver? I've seen him in Canada, but not in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, Dave? Yeah, but that's because you're from that island, Dave. They don't have beavers in the island. Yeah, they do, bro. Yeah, big beaver. That's, that, that's how the island was created. They put all the wood together, and then they. St- that's how it became an island. Dave, are you, you're a Suriano? I've got parts. I'm from all over the place. I got a grandfather from. A Sorge, I got a grandmother from Madeira, and I got my father from the mainland. So nice. I'm all over the place. They met on a fishing trip, I, the grandparents. I could go run for prime minister and get all, all regions to vote awesome. for me. There you go. Dave, what's, uh, what's Pas Ferreira up to this year? Yeah, as you guys alluded to, not too uh, hot this uh, season. Uh, currently in dead last with six points from... One win, three draws, 13 defeats in uh, 17 uh, games this season. League-worst offense, only 10 goals uh, scored this season. League-worst uh, defense, um, 13. Uh, what do we got? 32 conceded um, this season. Uh, historically, 47 wins, five draws, four defeats. Uh, Benfica have beaten Pasuj, uh 15 out of the last 16 meetings, going 15 wins, one draw during that spell. 
And the last time uh, Pasuj uh, beat Benfica came January 26, uh, 2015. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to fall the exact same day that we played them, January 26th of this year. So hopefully not shades of a defeat and we uh, put them away and get the three points here. Yeah. Um, Hugo, any concern that this might be your classic trap game? Playing against a, a last team place, bringing a schedule forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I yeah, it could be a trap game. And, and if you've been uh, watching the last two to three games, they won a game recently, and they only lost to Braga in the 98th minute just a couple days ago. Yeah, uh, with five extra players. Correct. Against five extra players. Against five extra players, exactly. Um, but, yeah, it could be a trap game. And, listen, they have some talented players. I, I don't know. If it, it, Dave, is Gaetan playing on, uh, on Gaetan Thursday? Gaetan played is against he Braga. He did. So. He should be available. So there you go. That's that's one to watch as well. Yeah, but he's going to pull what the Porto players do. He's going to pull an injury before yeah, the game. Uh, see, like Andre, Andre. Or miss a penalty. Funny you mentioned that. It's, it's, it's weird how everyone's professional yeah. when it comes to Benfica. Andre, Andre didn't take Which, his, again, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. take the pill before the game. So but, yeah, surprisingly, well. Andre, Andre couldn't play against the, against the groups there. Um, but not to get off topic, yeah, it, it could definitely be a trap game. But I think this... Uh, this uh, Schmidt side is 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 aware of. Uh, I think by now he's aware of everything that Portugal has to throw at him, and uh, you add now that 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 uh, depth that we have on the bench with uh, with with uh, Getch coming, um, and again I, I anticipate us to, to win that game, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. Let's go, let's go. I got some more questions. Go ahead. We need we need we need to get. Are you watching the chat, dude? Yeah, yeah, but. They just, I mean, this guy Nuno says Canada is better than USA, so he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Because of the but, beavers. But there's oh. beavers in USA too, bro. There's tons okay. of beavers in the I USA. Mean, there's plenty. I've seen a bunch of them today when I went to get bagels. You know listen, that? You need, uh, you need. <laughs> listen, I got questions. Question. First, we need uh, uh, predict a score line because we have a guest on the podcast today, so we need to get his uh, on record. Um, number two. What's the start? What's the starting four? Forget about everybody else. Give me the start up top. Top four. Starting four up top. When everyone's healthy. I think gets Thursday, I think, bro. I think, Thursday, I think Thursday. Gets plays, man. No, I don't. I'm asking. What, predict. Give me a prediction for the score, and give me a starting four up I'm top. I'm gonna say four nothing. <laughs> four nothing, and up top the fr the front three or the front four. Four. That's what's the I said. front four. four. Gramush, Gedge, João Mario. In Auschwitz. Rums, Geds, and Auschwitz. No, Rums, Geds, Romario. Geds, Romario, so, and Auschwitz. So, so, okay. D uh, Dave, on the arm. You got to go with, you got to go with that, uh, that lineup. I don't think Nedish is, is healthy enough yet to do the, the, to make the starting lineup. So, so he dropped Draxler and insert Geds. Yeah. Okay. Prediction. Prediction two nothing Benfica. Fala barato. No, I agree with uh, with uh, Dave and Alfredo. I think it's going to be um, Gedge, Auschnitz, uh, João Mario, and Hums as well. And uh, my score prediction is uh, three zero. Okay, my turn. Yeah. But I want to go five zero just to be different because you picked my four zero. <laughs> But but I was gonna say we're gonna see a surprise. We're gonna see Peter Musa starting up top. No, but I'm gonna go for. Um, we're gonna see Peter Musa go up top just a surprise to give Geds. I mean to get Ramos a little breather. I just won't look. But then they won't get to five, so I gotta switch my score. Well, there's somebody um, roll one one in the group. 
Oh, noon. Raining Entertainment. Say, I think it's uh, going to be a closer game. It's not going to be a. It's away from from Estadio de Luz and. Ah, four zero. I, I think it's going to be a closer closer game. Ramos, João Mario, Guedes, and Neres is what Raining Entertainment is saying. The front four will be. That's not a bad call either. So he dropping Auschwitz. Yeah, I just. I well, just here's think... a question: Do you drop Florentino in playoffs? Because Florentino is the Portuguese player in the world with the most minutes played. No. In the world? In the world. I wouldn't. In More the world. than Ronaldo? What Ronaldo? What Ronaldo? Ronaldo na corre con camelos. Yo. Who? Maybe, maybe Florentino gets a breather. I don't think you need to give him a breather because the next game is only next Wednesday. Yeah, it's... Yes. It's, it's a That's big a gap okay. in between, uh, in between uh, games. So we why just play Thursday? The... Why not play like Saturday? Because Saturday is the League Cup final. I'm saying 4-0. 4-0, okay. In my top four. I, I'd, li- I'd like to, Nuno says 1-1. I'd like to hear that reasoning. Is it is it a trap game? Is it a classic trap game for you, Nuno? And you think that Benfica is going to struggle to penetrate the Cesar Peixoto led team? Nuno on the pasada, cabeza. On the passada, I don't know. Some guys have good, good, uh, good reasoning. Nuno said Canada is better than USA. We came top of qualifying. Canada, let's go. Oh yeah, in terms of raining, it put football. a bunch of camel, uh, yeah, the camel emojis. Yeah. Uh, that's Ronaldo. But uh, yeah, I mean, on to the next topic. Now everybody's carrying the Arabian League. Agora is number one. What a joke, right? what much, what a joke. The Ronaldo what effect. A joke. Serious, man. Must watch. The I'd rather watch that uh, that game that they play with the Stones in Canada. than They watch. had a two. Oh, by the way, shout out to our Portuguese uh, Stoners. What are they called? What is it? Dave, your friends, you went with them. The what Curlers, are they called? not the Stoners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the stoners. Give, give them a shout out. What's their name, Dave? You know. Oh, God. You know their the Sixeros. The Sixeros. Six, uh, Sid. Yeah. No, there's no, not, not Sid. There. Not Sid. Sid's cousin. Gail. Gail. The Sixero, Gail, Sixero, April, Sixero. and uh, Steve. That's right. April and Steve. We, we got to get Sid and his brother on the podcast. but they, We've already gotten his brother on. I know, but he don't want to. I followed him. He never followed me back. He's lucky. I like him. I still follow him. Or else I delete he said him. he's reached this quota of followers, so he doesn't follow anyone. We got to get him back on the podcast. Sure. I mean, these Canadians, are now, they're all of a sudden into soccer. Raining says that uh, I think they win 6-1. There you go. Nuno is saying classic trap game. Yeah, Gaetan will haunt us. Well, I don't know, man. Gaetan he's, he's, uh, he's still got the touch, but he's you know he's not the player that he was once before, as you guys no. know. No, I mean it's look and, and to be brutally honest with you guys, all jokes aside, now it's in a way for me at least, it, it's sad to see a guy with his resume and what he meant to us, Benficistas and Argentina national team and whatnot. And now he's, he's playing at Paso Ferreira for a few coins a month. I mean, yeah, there's but, a guy that's playing at Al Nassar. Yeah, but he's playing for a lot of coins a month. <laughs> that dude's playing for 500 million of them. Um, you know what I'm saying? So totally different, totally different, but yeah, Gaetan hopefully does. Not. Just guys that love the game, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think it's a combo, a combination of of, uh, of his Go love back and for play the home. game. Go back home and play. Play, Why? play a Boca, I, play an Independiente. I think Vélez. he's also he's comfortable with Portugal. Portugal. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, for sixty thousand dollars, and I could see bro. a guy like that settling in Portugal or Spain. So he's already right there. I think that's that has but to do for with 60 it. Sixty or seventy thousand euros a year, bro. Really? He's, he's that guy used to make a week. He's got a lot already. He's a, yeah, exactly. He doesn't need it. I think he does it. 
for 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 a combo of love and and where and where it is. I think he's comfortable with the country, probably. His, and he said it publicly. His wife well. has had a kid here. You know, they're they're happy with the with the country. You know, so it, I mean, they're good, man. I'm I I respect Gaitan because I'm a big fan. He's been able. He's 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 been a professional through and through. He's been able to come back. You know, so on and so forth, and and do what he loves, which is play football. Anyway, ins and outs. We got a new segment. No, it's oh, just, I you know. <laughs> you mean in the roster? Yeah. I thought it was a new segment, ins, bro. Ins and outs. You know, <laughs> we're going to be doing that uh, throughout the, this winter transfer season. We got to bring back my Chicken Fingers Award. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Dave Dave slacked off. He never mentioned oh, Dave it again, slacked and I forgot. Off. Yeah, you're the one that's, that's supposed to come up with uh, with the award every week. Yeah, but week. if you don't ask me about it, I don't have to answer. Uh, Dave don't ask about it. Uh, he'd be a hell of an adjunct to Reining Entertainment. Uh, I agree. Talking about what Kaitan. Yeah. is like Simon upstairs, gravata fatinho. Yeah. so confirmed Enrique Araujo gone to uh the championship championship in England, playing for Watford. Uh what do you, what do you guys think about that? I'll start with, let's start with Hugo. Because I think I already know your opinion, Chris. <laughs> I uh I was a bit surprised. I mean, Chris knows that I'm 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 high on the on Enrique Araujo. I think he's going to have a bright future for Benfica. I think again, Schmidt was clear about that as well when he was explaining the loan. Um, unfortunately, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but I think we're capped out on our loans domestically. Or else, I think I would have liked to liked to have seen him uh, on loan somewhere domestically. Maybe maybe like a Guimarães. You got one more spot. You left one spot open in the beginning of the season Chris on Jill purpose. Diaz. <laughs> um, I think I think I would have preferred to see him loaned domestically, uh, maybe to a to a Vitoria or uh, I mean, uh, some you know club of that caliber. So um, I don't hate the move. Um, I guess I was just a little bit surprised to see Musa overtake him in the depth charts. I think that's unfair. I think Araujo. I think highly of Araujo. Uh, I'm higher on him than Chris, for example. Um, but I think um, it'll be good for him to get some minutes. I think they included a clause that he's got to play in uh, 75% of the games or something like that. I think that was like a, great, a bargaining chip for Benfica. Like, hey, yeah, we'll send them there, but you guys got to play him in three-quarter no, of the game. They didn't get it. They, Benfica tried to put that in, but they... I think they would have to pay us a no, million they, if he didn't. Benfica, or... well, Benf- what no, Benfica they tried was to get that trying clause. to get in yeah. was a bonus in the event that they that got promoted. Promotion. No, first they tried to do that. He had to. No, they went to that, then they said no, and then they tried to do the 75% of gain. They said no. And like, okay, just take them. Let's just. So it came down to I'm that. sure they included something in, in that. Again, because if he's not going to play, then there's no reason to loan him out to Watford. Bro, and did you guys hear? But, but did you guys hear? Got a, a good history of developing um, these young players too. So I'm not. I'm not. I'd rather him go to Watford than a Guimarães. Just on that, the the Watford model. They've got a, a young, good, uh, young team there, and they're in the playoff hunt there to get promoted. That's so great. if he's getting some minutes here, he'll play. Um, man. I have no uh, no issues with it, and. Um, I, I'm like, well, I'm with you there, uh, Hugo. I, I thought he had at the beginning of the season a chance to overpass uh, Gonzalo Ramos to uh, to head that that uh, main striker at position. Least Musa. But pass Musa. I watched him play yeah, a game, least... Dave. Dave, I watched him play a game. Man, you can finish your point. I watched him play a game, and I told this knucklehead to to my right. 
I said to him, there's something about the kid that I don't like. And he's complaining, you know, Hugo gets loud and obnoxious, as I do at times. And he's telling me the kid's great and this. And I'm just looking, nobody's disputing his quality. It's just his intensity. And I know it seems like... Wait, well, he, he's a natural finisher. Sometimes you see the guy and he's a killer. And you see, But in that game, it seemed like he was going through the motions. And I think Roger Schmidt picked up on that. Because in order to play for the likes of Roger Schmidt, you got to be intensive. You got to be... Pressing, you gotta be like you know. We seen Gonzalo Ramos all over the pitch, and I think he lacked that, and I think that's the reason why he fell down the pecking order, Dave. And that, yeah. That's fine, right? And as long as he doesn't take it uh, personal personally and to heart, and gets burned and never wants to come back to the club, that's my only concern here. As long as he's on board with this uh, this loan spell and treating it as a as a way to develop and further his skills. Um, because we've seen in other times when we loan out these these up and coming prospects, sometimes they never make it back to the club and they're uh, they're out for a one or two million dollar signing. And I would hate to see that with uh, Aruju, but uh, I don't mind this uh, Watford loan here. Yeah, no, I don't. I I think it's it's the right step because it's not the high pressure you would have going to an English club in the top in the top tier I mean but, but Alfred they have pressure to they have to, pressure to promotion. get promoted but it's 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 well, there'll, there'll be pressure I there I think it 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 fits them because there's it, it's physical but I just the I championship just, is very physical and competitive yeah I was that's what I was gonna ask and again I got a lot of questions but I just if he doesn't have that intensity you were yeah, just talking about before, how is it in a championship you gotta have I'll, it. I'll see maybe it's, maybe it's, it was it was the move that said look Here's what you need to bring to the table in order to compete at this level, at the championship level, and you need to carry or bring back that same level of intensity at Benfica. Red Baron says not many teams in Portugal can afford a salary, so it's therefore true. that's probably why he thinks he moved over. Reigning entertainment, once again, I see Watford getting promoted, then falling in love and using their TV money to buy him from us, which is, hey, it is what it is. There's no clause. Pedro Aresta parece um jogador lento. I don't agree with that. Okay. That last assessment. But no, time, I time, mean, time will tell. We have Look, seen a little there's bit. There's no of, question of his quality. It, I think I think he's he's a natural finisher. He's a natural uh, finisher. I think that what's probably weighing heavy on his mind is the fact that he probably feels that he should be ahead of Musa at yeah. this point, and he's not. But then work and, for maybe it. there's a little bit of demoralizing work factor. For it. On him, I don't think it has anything to do with work, Chris. I think it has to do with you paid five million for this guy, and you're trying to see, you know what I mean? It, I don't think yeah, it has anything Hugo, to do with work. Hugo, I can make and the Hugo, is the future anyway. Hugo, I can make the argument. Well, there's no no pre no rush. Well, now you got gangster. But I can oh, make bro. the argument, and that as well. I can make the argument, Hugo, that yeah, they paid five million for this guy, but the guy that they've been preparing, their pride, their jewel, right, that they've been polishing, that that the, the rough diamond. Was supposed to be Rouge. He's the next guy to go out. So I mean, in terms of development, who do you think they're gonna want to develop? Yeah, but he, but he I mean, will be. I, I can make the argument in both ways. I don't know. He's only twenty one. Will be just turned twenty one too. Two or three even days ago. Even went to play the year at Faft. Yeah, you can't read anything into that. Into that. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, and I hope he does well. And I think I think next year he's your striker. What do you think? I think Ramos goes. Gangsta, bro. But here's here's the other thing that I want to look that that I'll, I'll argue right. I much rather see him on a team that's fighting to be promoted 
than to be at a Portuguese team that all they do is defend. Yes, but, but dude, again, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I'm not disputing what you guys are saying. But, Alfredo, what you're saying makes sense in a perfect world. If he's going to Watford and he's playing. I think he'll play. If he doesn't play, who gives a shit you know what they're competing that, uh, for? As wa- is that Watford? João. João Ferreira, right? João Ferreira. Yeah, he just left. Just scored Guimar- on the weekend. What, Guimarães? Was it Guimarães? What, what was he in Portugal before that? I don't know if he was at Guimarães. Uh, I don't know. No, it wasn't Guimarães. It was. Uh, he was in Portugal and he got sold from somebody. He was. Well, there was. He was on another. <laughs> that's another loan Maritimo. spot Marit- that we was cleared it up. Was it Maritimo? Was it Maritimo? No, I don't think it was Maritimo. No, no, no. Dave, might look been, him up, Dave. Might have been Rio. Rio, Rio, Rio. Yeah, João Vitor. Speaking about João, 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 João Vitor. Uh, apparently, is going to Rennes. Rennes, right? Uh, Nantes. Nantes. Sorry. <laughs> Not the rents. Not the Yeah. So I, I mean, what do you guys think of that? I mean, obviously he's not playing. He's not going to play at Benfica now with that many. He's, I mean, he's even below uh, Brooks. No, for this. He's not below Brooks. No. Making order. You know no, he was because again, you guys have to remember that that was an asinine. That was an asinine signing by Benfica at the time. It wasn't asinine. Oh, asinine was João Vitor or, or Brooks? João Vitor. João Vitor. Oh, okay. João Vitor was an asinine okay. because you went ahead and you and you purchased this guy. You come to an agreement. You send a private jet to Buenos Aires, only for the guy to get hurt. Why would they let this guy play another game? I would have aborted the transfer. That's it. I mean, once the guy tears his ligaments, papers signed. So, but why? Yeah, I mean, but there's gotta look, be. I understand Enzo. Enzo was supposed to be one of these players that was going to come in and change shit. João Vitor was he that desperate of a need, that desperate of a signing that we had to come to an well, agreement? I, I mean, think and spend ten million bucks but on think about someone. The context. Uh-huh. When Benfica went and I got get João it. Vitor, Antonio Silva was nowhere yeah, to be found. Didn't exist. Uh, what if I tell you this? What if I tell you this? It's just me, my little theory. All the rumors in, in, in Portugal started swirling that our neighbors from up north were going to sign him up. And maybe that... Sign who? Vitor? João Vitor. And maybe that... It's possible. Pushed Benfica they don't to, have any money. I agree with Chris. They I, I think... They spent 20 a week later on freaking uh, on the kid, uh, the Vicarmo. I think that had a lot to do. Uh, that had a uh, lot to do with I us don't know. stepping I, in I, for I João Vitor. I question that deal. David Carmo, especially that clause that every time but the Porto no, is but champion, but, but the Braga gets. But on paper, on paper, it's there. It's twenty mil, so they had to to figure it out. Yeah. But again, look, I I hope that he 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 you know he goes out, he gets his rhythm back, and and if he's anything close to what Benfica thought they were getting, come back and help this team because th- there's gonna be moves every single year. There's moves, you know. At the end of the year, if Antonio Silva keeps playing the way he's been playing, sharks are gonna come swirling around. We don't know what's going on with Otamendi. Otamendi, he's a free agent as of right now. He could sign with any club, right? We don't know if he's coming back. Please so, renew. So right now, I mean, we're sitting here with a bunch of options. But come July, you know, uh, the coach might decide that Verissimo is not an option. Antonio Silva gets sold. Otamendi decides to go back to River. And the only thing you got on your roster is Morato. And Juan Vitor. So I mean, you know, things will change. But look, we just hope oh, that you got, the, uh, you got another. You got the other kid. Uh... He got, lo- he got loaned out. Mazarouge. He's at Gil Vicente. He got loaned out. Um, yeah. Uh, Elton Milk to Turkey. Uh, according to J- Roger Schmidt, he wanted to play. No longer wanted to be a... a Good riddance. So, hey, yo. And I go. tell you. And I tell you. I was talking to my boy that works for Gold TV and... Uh, or FUBU. Uh, he works for both. Oh, Nino? No, 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 no. Bruno. And he did the play-by-play of the Turkish League. And he called me at halftime. He's like, bro... 
This dude was playing against Galatasaray. This dude just made two saves out of this world, bro. Oh, Milk? Yeah, Elton Milk. I guess he played really well in his first game. Oh, I didn't even know he had played already. Yeah, he, played. he got there, and the next day he started. That's beautiful. Against Galatasaray in a big derby, and apparently, I don't know what the result of the game was, but apparently in the first half he made two saves two out one. of this world. I never two liked him. I never understood why we signed him. Never. I remember I remember having debates with my buddy here to the left. <coughs> Um, he was he was higher on him than 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 on all these sayers, and I just oh yeah yeah, but uh, that's old news, right? Yeah. Right, buddy? It's not old news, bro. I still <laughs> I still contend, and I'll forever contend that Helton Helton Late is the type of goalkeeper to, in terms of characteristics that Benfica wants to sign. Now, was he very good at those things? Probably not. But was he? Did he fit the criteria? Was he what Benfica hopes and what Benfica had molded throughout their farm system? Yes, absolutely. Now, was he very good? No, obviously he's committed his mistakes, and and, and so did Vlaco. But Vlaco, credit to him, turned things around and he regained that starting spot. But again, I still contend Benfica is still searching for a goalkeeper, a guy that can play with his feet, a guy that can come out for crosses, a guy that catches cross, that knows how to open game. And Vlaco Dimos, whether you like it or not, he's not very good in that department. Holy shit! Talking about goalies coming out, that that whole Ramsdale play, that reminded me of Vlaco Dimos. Oh, the other day? Yeah. Um, Arsenal top of the table, baby. I just um, think yeah. I just think we got bigger problems on oh, the yeah. squad I, than, I, than I, no, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a massive all these sayers guy either, but I watch You know what I mean? Like no, I, I get there's it. more but bro, but this is a lot I'm, more more uh dude, you things guys, to, to, to worry about. Stop you. being so so small minded. Because again, that Vlaco Dean, believe it or not, bro, and you should know this. Vlaco Dimos, the way he plays, affects the way Benfica wants to play. Whether he's giving up a beat or not, whether there's bigger problems, which at this point, what's the bigger problem? What's the bigger problem? What do we need on this team? Uh, maybe a backup left back? That's it? What do you need on this team? There aren't bigger problems. There just aren't. So And plus, you're in love with Ba. So the problems aren't there. Okay? So this guy impacts the way that Benfica plays a lot more than you think. You just have to watch the game, understand football to see. You have to sit there and pay attention to what Vlaco Dimos does. Forget everything else around the game. Pay attention. I just, I just told you, in a perfect world. But you just said there's a bigger problem. What's the bigger problem at Benfica? There was uh, until we signed Gads. There was, yeah, pa. There right? was. Não tínhamos um extremo para pa, pa abrir, para abrir latas. Que data é hoje? What's today's date? Hoje Dave, é, help uh, me out. 24th. We're 24. talking about today. We're not talking a week ago. Today I, we're doing the podcast today. And uh, you just finished saying that there's bigger you problems. Don't have, you don't What have are an, the bigger you problems? You don't have an alternative for Grimaldo? You don't need it. The guy's right? playing Rist, off the Rist, hook. Ristich doesn't play. He hasn't proved it. He doesn't, he doesn't play. Why do you need Ristich when you got Gil Diaz? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, it's just my my stance on in a perfect world I'm not a massive Vlaco guy either. But I think I think he's I, I think the guy gets a lot of unfair criticism. Let's just leave it unfair. at that. It's just my opinion. Watch him play. I don't know. Watch I him play each week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um what else? Uh something that Chris alluded to already uh earlier on, Tomas Tavares signed for Spartak Moscow. <laughs> another uh, another player off of Benfica's books. That's what's that's what's up. Uh, but a <laughs> left back, up. but a but a left back that had that showed a lot of promise and p perhaps is is right rise back, right and back. is right back. You talk about Nun Tavares is the left back. This is Tomas Tavares, the puffy head one. This they the guy on the right at the same they time. They all came up. Nun Tavares right is now right. playing at Lyon. No, uh, Marseille. Uh, Marseille, Marseille. And, He's uh, on loan from Arsenal. No, but the thing is that perhaps a, a premature call up to the A team 
when these kids had a lot of potential. He made his debut in the Champions League, never, remember? <laughs> never developed, never gave in, never gave in time. He didn't even play uh, one game for the B team. No, he did. He played like 18. Remember, elder, elder, former captain, center back of Benfica, uh, cap, uh, coach of uh, Seychelles. Tavares never played for the B team, I don't Maybe, think. No, I thought he played a yeah, few I, games. Uh, probably, probably right. I thought he played uh, it's a few saying games. It, there's at least two appearances before he was called yeah, I thought up, he played if not a couple three. Games. Yeah. But Elder, remember Elder said 80. With with Ruben Diaz, even in. Ru- 80 uh, was the magic said, number. 80 was the magic number before we determined that these kids are ready to go to the next level. And all of a sudden, that year, we sold. Uh, well, I just mentioned it before Smith, Lindelof, Ederson, Mitroglu. And all of a sudden, we started. The only signing we did that, you know what it was? <laughs> what was it? Six million euros? I don't know. Which which Harris? Go ahead, Dave. Harris. Was it six million or was it a free? Six. No, Harris. I thought he was a free. It was like you give him a signing bonus, come out to six. (laughs) (laughs) It was Harris. Harris. No, I think it came out like six bucks. Those were the. I'll put it. Those were the glory days when we would rotate uh, players in the champion. I mean, but that's but that's when showcase. Yo, that's when Andre Almeida was at the top of his game. The dude was like Donny Alves. That's when he scored that. that Speaking of uh, of of the devil, did he uh, rescind yet? Fucking dude, nobody wants. Who's going to want him? Get that bum out of there, yeah. man. I, I can't even look at his mustache anymore. Maybe he could go play in the uh, with Pizzi and reunite together. Yeah, go with his boy, uh, his boy Verissim. Yeah. So he clearly doesn't care about playing, right? He's just collecting a paycheck at this point. Because if he cared about, if he still wanted to play, then he would push the, the contract being rescinded. But he, he's there for a payday. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. let's be honest, guys. He's making a good eight hundred, nine hundred thousand, probably, most likely. Probably, I probably, I think more. Uh, but I'm just let's just say eight hundred, and he rescinds and he goes and plays Estoril, as Alfredo mentioned. The 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 guy in the top of the wage chart, Estoril, is making like eighty thousand. I mean, do you want to go from eight hundred to? I mean, do you blame him? He's living in Lisbon, Chileando. He goes into Seychelles every day. Yeah, he probably has realized that his his best years have come and gone. He's probably on, not at the level His, that heard, he, he could, the, of a team that he would accept play for. I heard from a really, a really reliable bird, really reliable bird. Twitter? No, I said a bird. Twitter is a bird though, but yeah, chirping bird. But no, it's just a regular um, papagayo. How's that? A papagayo. Papagayo. I heard from a reliable papagayo that um, Almeida was looking to see if there was any interest in teams uh, from in, any interest in him from teams in the MLS. Yep. Why can't uh, why can't he play for the B team? Oh, he maybe, can. Maybe he's got a f- no. Hold on. Maybe he, he can, can play for the B team. I don't. I mean, there's guy Andre Almeida. Whether we like him or not, and we know he's not the great. But as I mentioned before, multiple times here on the podcast, we can sit here and bash the guy we want. Andre Almeida is part of a group of six guys in the history of Benfica that won oh, three. Three more than that. More than three. What's the three? What's the, the one? The tetra. The, the tetra. He's one of six players in the history of Benfica that won a tetra. And with that, it brings a certain prestige. No, but it brings a certain statute with it. And he was team captain. What I'm saying, where I'm insinuating, where I'm heading to is that in, in some cases, and I'm not saying that's the case with Andre Almeida, I'm not sure, I can't confirm. But in some cases, it comes to a point, as, as we talked about Chaldrup before, right? When guys renew a contract, he's got that statutu. He renews, bro. I'm first team. I'm a first team player. Right? Maybe there are contracts with guys that that yo. I'm right. 
you, you know. Yeah, but the fact that he's not, he's not even and then talking to Shisha. But if, but if his contract is team first team, they can't force him to go down to the B team. You're right, but Sil- Silvestre Varela plays for Porto B. Yeah, no, but he signed for Porto B. Yeah, he. he there's he a totally, there's a totally. See, Andre Almeida renewed his contract. We don't know with uh, with what. Uh, what's what's the word? Skiputations? What is it? Stipulations. Stipulations. Clauses. <laughs> no, we don't know with what stipulations, right? I said skiputations, stipulations. It was close. But uh, Varela, when he signed, he clearly came back on a Porto B deal because the guy wants the Tashu. He wants to eventually co- coach Porto B. Maybe he wants to be a coach. Well, his his Tashu is running out uh, June. Butter. It's running out in June. Oh, in June is over? Yeah. Oh, so maybe he's he's trying, done. He's right now. No, but he, but he could go into who? Andre Almeida's done in June. Oh, no matter what. He's I was talking about Varela. He's writing it out. Varela. Let him write that yeah, out. And now write he might rescind. He might tell Benfica, you owe me 400, yeah. I'll take, I'll take two, and I'll go play a studio. Write it out till the end of the season. Because normally that's how it comes with this rescinding. Ask stuff. Roger Smith. To, he's, he's already played this year, right? No, not in the league. No. Oh, but in the league cup he played, I think. Uh, or, the, mm, or the Portuguese cup. I th- he let me play, see. He started the game. There was there was one game that he that he got in. No, he w- he made the bench one game, but he's n- he hasn't made any in any competition, any, Dave. Uh, I think you're wrong, Dave. No. Maybe. Oh, oh, oh! I know what it was. I don't think those games that we played during the World Cup, those warm up games, that's where he played. Yeah, yeah. That's where he played. Yeah. No, he didn't play. He made the bench, but he never no, played. Dave. He played against Sevilla. I remember him playing against Sevilla. Yeah. Oh. Played against in that uh, wo- you know that that tune-up. Yep. Capito. Yep. Capito. <laughs> I know he, he was the captain. Yes, sir. Imagine going games. into a locker room these last few seasons, and that's that's the guy wearing the armband, and now flash now, and you have Nico yeah. Tamendi. Where but I they, mean, they, they, well, that's above, where everything is just night and funny. day. Above his locker, he's got the most trophies above his name. Dude, the pictures the, of the trophies. That's the dude those, that has the most trophies. Not even close. On that team, there's nobody close. And again, we don't like him, but as I said, respecting I just thought he helped us. Hey, look, he's a bum, but he helped us win. Was, for out. me, he was never. I, that was always one head scratcher for me. Like for me, never Dude, been, never been Fika Caliber. Candidate to the Puskas Award. Does, does Gedge have uh, have the trophies? No, Gedge is uh, only there two years. Season? Yeah, he's only there two years though, Dave. Gedge, yeah, Gedge won three leagues, have, bro. Does he come back to the trophies? Do they put trophies on of his? Of course. Uh, as long oh, as he won them. I, I think no. Uh, Ro- Roger Schmidt actually did away with that in the beginning no of the season. No it's longer. no longer no no. Everybody's an equal. Everybody's equal, yeah. Makes sense. I haven't it's visited his... the locker room, so I can. Either that, or is it was getting a pretty thin locker room with. Guys that had won trophies with the uh, the club, so he probably said scrap yeah. it. That's true. The, the shit just looks bad. He only wants with medals. <laughs> medals. Hey, uh, Chris, your boy Gilles Diaz on his way out or what? Hope not. Hope so. Focus. Drive him to the airport. <laughs> no. Nobody there. Where's Baquer? Baquer, take him to the airport. Crack. Hey, put uh, Gilles Diaz on a B. Crack, no. Crack, no. He's going to go over there. They're going to win the league. We got a stipulation. Ele é crack. Pura água nos copos. Cris lá tatu. <laughs> I think he would be helpful for the B team. Yo, he's a crack, bro. He's, he's a, a crack. crack. Oh, Not everybody that gets to Benfica squad, and he did. Respecting. That's the truth. Uh, let's let's close this thing up. Uh, but before we close, just just a, a word for the Benfica women, uh, who played Sporting in the Portuguese Cup, the the female Portuguese Cup, uh, and beat Sporting convincingly. I think it was a four four nothing. Five. Five, Five nothing. Your dad was at the game. Uh, no, he was not. At a record attend, he was supposed to go, but he ended up not going. Oh. Um, record attendance at Stade Luz. As a matter of fact, that game had 
more people in the stands the than third the third most attended the game in Portugal game that weekend. That week, but the sport to play at home or on the road. Home. home. At home. Against who? Foi com Vizela. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, Varandas bans all the all, all, all the ultra. It was also a Friday night fixture. So that might have a Friday night. They go to the disco. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's. But that's a that's a Mickey Mouse club anyway. Just about the sporting. Um, as a matter of fact, when I was in Portugal, I spoke all my sporting friends. None of them really had. As a matter of fact, they thought they were gonna get beat heavily by Benfica, because sports has been sporting has been so, Mr. Jekyll and Dr. Hyde, uh, this season. So, never know what sporting is gonna show up. They almost they almost lost today. Before we wrap up, Voila. Between now and next Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever we do the next podcast. Yeah. What's next Tuesday or Wednesday? Let me see. Real what, quick. Is that the, yes. It's seven days from now. The oh, shit. 31st. Is it 31st? So between now and next, by the time we do the next podcast, right? Is Enzo Fernandez still a Benfica player? Sure. They, yes. I hope so. Okay. So sure. Yes, I hope so. I'm with you, Dave. I hope so, but it ain't over till the fat lady sings. I just don't see anyone hitting. It's a lot I'm, of coin, bro. It's a lot of coin. Think about how bad Rui Costa would look now if they give in and negotiate. I mean, after after president, coach, everybody at that club has publicly no, come gotta, out and said. It's, it's and, I, the- and there's only one club that would hit it, and they've been, they've been spending money up to you. <laughs> Bro, I just don't see no. it. Yeah, financial fair play doesn't exist for them. No, they, but how, they they but. they come around it. They go around. They spread it out with the immortalization of contracts throughout eight years. Yeah, and yada yada yada. And they was, but up. then look, you have Ju- Juventus there gets docked fifteen points. No, but did you see what Juventus did? That's something different. Juventus made the players sign an agreement that they would take a twenty percent pay cut. Right? For example, I think it was fifteen or twenty percent. But they were still getting their full wages on the side, which is illegal because that. That what they did, because as you know, Juventus is in the stock market. This is Benfica. Yeah. So they cooked the books. They cooked the books. So in terms of profits, it was showing one thing. But come on, bro. Look, credit to them. Credit to the Italian authorities. If it is indeed the case that Juventus is cooking the books and yada yada yada, hey, good for them. Portuguese authorities don't have the culiones to come down on these on on these huge clubs. Um, you know, slap them on the wrist. In, In Italy, they do it. And obviously, Juventus has been relegated once before. And it might just so happen now. I mean, from what I hear, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of the corruption of everything that they that they had going on behind the scenes, and a lot to do. Uh, a lot of a lot of this stuff was set into place because of the whole Cristiano Ronaldo acquisition. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens with Juve. But I think Benfica. I've told Hugo this, and I've told Alfredo. I think a couple of times as well. It's very difficult for a Portuguese team to reject a hundred million. And, and and as much as I like Enzo, if Chelsea was coming in with 100 million plus two players or whatever, look, it's something that we seriously have to consider. And I, I for one, I speak for myself, I for one would not hold it against Rui Costa if he were to sell Enzo not at the stipulated 120. I would be okay with that. I understand. You would think a minimum of 100. 100 and two players? Absolutely. 102 players or just 100? 100 and a player. I did think that uh, that deal that was on the table, well, according to the press, the what was it, a hundred plus ZH? Eighty-five, ninety. Ninety plus ZH and another. I I would have taken that deal. What I'm saying is, after the club has publicly come out multiple times, right, 
and stated that this player will not leave unless that clause gets hit. I think now in these final days of the window, if you let him go, but do they have to negotiate publicly? They look at the end of the day, it's Uma Prasa. It doesn't vender rupees, and you say there's dollars a libra, and you take six. But you have to announce it. E depois não é só isso, é que já não há tempo na janela to go out and get a, a, a reliable replacement. Well, that's now we know we know Alshness can slip into that role. Okay, but what if Alshness gets hurt? You get you get what I'm saying. You're always going to need another body uh, and and a, a good body, you not not just man. no. <laughs> but but dude, that's why one I said two players and Let's two. If you guys recall before, I said at the beginning of January, just get it over and done with because the sooner you do it, the more time is left in the window to go ahead and reinforce the rest of the roster. Yeah, that's all we got for you this week. Thank you to all the Freddies that appreciate were following it. it and and supporting us in in the chat. We we appreciate that immensely. Thank you also to Yuga for joining us today live and not being on a on a chat. Amandala Rashish. Hope you enjoy it, buddy. You ain't coming back. <laughs> no. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Dave, pleasure as always. We'll be back next Tuesday. Recap this uh Pasfreira game and look ahead to uh Aroca. Aroca is who we got next. And uh and then we got Portuguese Cup, no? Against Braga. Yeah. Right around the corner. Mm-hmm. There you go. And Champions That's League uh, also. February. Yep. yep. Uh, tight February coming up. We'll discuss that in our next podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you to all the Freddies. Stay well. Be nice to each other. Take care of each other. Later. <laughs>